Hey, Gabe. Hey. What did the pepper say to the salt? I don't know. Your sodium fine. Oh, good God. Okay, I'm out. <laughs> no, 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 notorious. No, 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 notorious. No, 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 notorious. No. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to Real Talk with Gabe. Hello. Episode 13. I don't know. Some episode. Something like that. What is this? So how's it going, Gabe? It's going. I'm tired. I'm getting some feedback. You're getting feedback? Yeah. What do, what are they saying? When, whenever I am talking, I'm getting feedback. Oh, you are? Yeah. It's because you suck. <laughs> Listeners, whoever's listening out there, Gabe is in a shitty mood. I am tired. That's what you get for kayaking that entire river. We didn't even, kayak, we didn't, we didn't even kayak the entire river. That's a, that's he, he basically did the entire Colorado River. No, we didn't do shit. We didn't do enough. <laughs> what the hell he did on this? the Will and Clark expedition. <laughs> I blame everything. On Michael. It's me and Michael. Me and Michael. <laughs> Solid as my cup. I mean, rock. <laughs> hey, it's been it's been a few weeks. It's been a few weeks. Um, I was actually hoping that we were going to get three episodes in a row at least three thursdays in a row but gabe got busy with work he's got promoted yeah laterally lateral promotion yeah lateral promotion well at least for right now more more responsibilities no it's just different like um instead of i could totally hit echo anyway instead of just it was it wasn't me it's, it's, yeah, it was you. Instead of just doing estimating takeoffs, what now I've got a, a well, I used to do them for Austin and for Dallas and everything and all that. But now I'm just going to do the Austin stuff for me and John, and I'm helping him project manage and stay on top of stuff. Because he was getting pulled in so many different directions, he couldn't get anything done, really. Or is having yeah. problems getting, I mean, that's. Uh, that was a little hyperbolic, but yeah, like not getting anything done, but he was getting stuff done. It's just really demanding. So I'm like, and he was, he wasn't able to find a reliable, um, assistant helper person. Yeah. <laughs> we had a, we had a, a, something, someone that, uh, that jumped on board that wasn't, uh, just wasn't quite the right fit. Just wasn't <laughs> quite the right fit. So, yeah. <laughs> No, no, no one's more dependable than you, Gabe. You're a pretty <laughs> dependable person, for the most part. I swear, man. I, I'm still paying you. I'm still paying. Yeah. I, one thing 
I've done the past, I'll say this past month or past few weeks, I've really made a cognizant change of just one, not drinking so much, but that, that kind of hit the wall on that one on Monday. Uh-huh. So I went out, went out with my friend. He wanted to go out to Twin Peaks and I was like, hey, I'm not going to reject no Twin Peaks. Um, he actually asked me on Sunday, but I wasn't able to. And so went out on Monday and that was, I fun. The margaritas were really good and they had happy hour for $6. Margaritas, nice. really good margaritas. And I was like, okay, I've never hit up Twin Peaks at, on a Monday. This is great. I have Tuesday off anyways. So, and I had Monday off. And yeah, I, I drink a little too many and, uh, I didn't regret it the next day. I regretted it throughout the night because my head was, I didn't drink enough water. I was dehydrated. So my head was freaking hurting. You should drink, you should drink water. But yeah, I drank, I drank around, uh, 11 o'clock, a bunch of water and just, I was able to pass back out to sleep and I ate a little bit too, watch a little TV there's a cool movie that I watched, and it kind of, uh, what movie was it? Gosh, I can't remember the name. It was. Well, apparently, with... it wasn't that good. No, it was with, uh, yeah, it wasn't that good, I guess, since I don't remember. Um, gosh, I can't remember. It sucks that I can't remember it. Not, not even who but was in it? Nothing? I, I do remember who was in it. Um, Wasn't Jennifer Aniston? Jesus, like, I, why can't I not remember any of this right now? I don't know because you're gay. I don't like your attitude right now. Where is it at? Anyways, so I, I really liked the what he had done is. Oh, it was five-year engagement. That's what it was. Five-year oh. engagement. And it was his buddy that, like, made a move on this girl, and the girl was, like, totally not eating it at all. She's, like, she even tells him up front, like, you're not getting anywhere. Well, he ends up getting up with her, hooked up with her, and then they end up getting married anyways and have two kids and all this other stuff. And I just thought that's so fascinating because it's so true. That, that translates into reality right it's like yeah. that guy that's kind of like the asshole that but yet he ends up getting the girl in a way but oh. he's not really the asshole yeah but it's just in to us men out there that are listening this is true to a certain extent when you're really not trying when you're just giving giving zero fucks about it you're more than likely going to get the girl but that, of course there has to be a mutual interest so that kind of translates into the next topic, into the topic, not next topic, but into the topic that I want to talk about is um, what do men really want? Sex. This, this will kind of help out the women out there on like, oh, what do y'all guys really want? Like what? So what, what do you think would be a good general answer? I, I have brought this up to... Um, a small group setting that I was in with two other girls and a guy 
the guy didn't really agree with me, but I do want to hear yeah. your answer. Yeah, um, I think the answer is pretty simple. Um, sex. Sex is <laughs> what men want. He's I just being an ass. That's all he's doing right now. <laughs> Am I wrong? Most of, mostly, guys, mostly just want sex. I mean, after a certain point, we don't want that. There's, oh, yeah. And so what I told, told the guy is, yeah, what we really want is more of an intimate connection. More than anything. He didn't agree with me. Oh, but at the same time, I don't think, I don't think he really understood we kind of talked about this in a in a previous episode, of right. As far as right, but well, we have we 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 touched on it, but I want I really want to go into a little bit more of a detail on what it all entails, and I actually want to you know um, what is that word? What is that word when uh, you practice what you preach? Is that is that what that is? Yeah, yeah, practice. Yeah, yeah, and so. But, but yeah, that's, that, that's really that's really a topic, yeah, for sure. <laughs> what do men really want? Um, but yeah, I, I think it's mainly on the fact that we want intimate connection, emotional connection, more yeah. than anything. It, yeah, I mean, uh, we have talked about it before, where. I mean, yeah, I know I'm throwing out the the, the obvious, the whole uh, basic men want sex thing, but it's really it's the it's the intimate connection because it when it's just sex, sex, it's just like just that's all it is, and that's all that that it's it it just doesn't. But it doesn't do you go think, anywhere. So here here's my question to that because we know it, us who know it, right? Us who know it, us who this is what we really want. We we kind of go in that direction. But do you think other men really realize that? Uh, I think they intuit it. I think they have like the, an intuitive kind of response to it, whether they're able to understand that that's what that is or articulate it is a different story. But yeah, I think so. Because I, I agree with that. But it's just funny to hear like someone say, no, that's not it. And I'm just like... I don't want to tell the dude out. I'm like, yo, no, you're wrong, because it's it's every every man is different, but essentially it boils down to the same thing. We all want, just like if we flip down the other side of the script and we look at what women really want, they essentially want security more than anything. Agree? Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't He's, know. He's he's a little distracted. This topic is not to his liking right now. Nothing is to my liking right now. <laughs> so here's my question to you then. Since we'll change we'll change a little topic since uh Gabe doesn't want to talk about this one. Oh we we could, we could talk not, about he's it. Not, he's just... he's not interested in talking about this topic right now. <laughs> I'm not interested in Yeah, I'm not interested in talking about this right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's two inside jokes there if y'all didn't catch that. <laughs> They've been last in the first 10 minutes. <laughs> well, I'm sure some of these people will totally understand who we're referring to. <laughs> um, so this is my question 
to you. And I don't, I don't know if you've if you've experienced this or noticed it about yourself or seen it. What prevents us from improving, changing? Uh, Knowing the fact that our pattern that we're doing, the current path that we're on, is very, it's not healthy. Let me just put it in that simplest terms. Knowing that fact, what is stopping us from changing, taking a different path or improving? Sometimes it's, 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 it's habit. It's, um, distraction. It's uh temptation. It's, uh, an easy, an easy access or an easy way out. Sometimes is what it is. Like if you're, when, when people are, 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 go, are, are working on something and trying to improve and everything, it's, it's, it can be difficult. It, it typically is hard work to break either bad habits or to, to grow as a person. You're trying to break, you're trying to break into something new, something that's unknown, something that's, that you haven't developed as an actual consistent habit. And then sometimes you get things that pull you aside, that distract you, that, that uh, either get you to re-engage in previous behaviors um, and all that. I, I mean, to something to that extent, that, that makes sense. No, it does. It does. I, I, I agree with you. And I, I just tend to wonder if people notice that like, Oh, I'm doing this intentionally. No, I need to, I need to take, choose a, a different road, but it seems like what we're more than likely going to do is still follow that emotion instead of just letting an emotion be what it is. Right. And then a lot of times we'll, we'll be passive about it. We'll, we'll be dismissive really about that emotion. Be like, no, no, no it wasn't because of that. No, no, no. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to do or, or no, or they'll, to blame me like no no that's because they this person did this to me and that's why and it's just like well still at the end of the day you are controller of your own domain yeah i mean it's bottom line is that other people might have other people or other things might have um impact or have cause or, or what's it called? Present themselves to distract you, or whatever, or to pull you aside, take take you off of what your path that you're on. However, being accountable, you're uh, you're responsible for how you react, how you act, and whether or not you choose to do one thing or another. Yeah. It's really uh, it, it's really up to you. I mean, th- there's all sorts of different um, what's it called stimuli out there. And things that catch our attentions that wound up either distract, distracting us or whatever, tempting us away from whatever. And we, it's really on us whether or not we choose to do that or not, or follow through with that, or whether we want to stay the course or or uh, put up that, if you want to call it a certain way, put up a fight to not engage that way. And sometimes it means not talking to people, or sometimes it means distance yourself to cut off yeah. from yeah. from the people that because a lot oftentimes. You'll find yourselves at cross cross paths, cross purposes, and instead of them helping you, um, unintentionally or intentionally, they wind up uh, pulling you off of what you're trying to accomplish. 
but then again, it's also that also again is your your uh, choice whether or not you want to spend time or engage with certain people. Because you know, I mean, if you're honest with yourself and upfront, you know that if you go and hang out with these people, if you spend time with these people, that you're going to get involved with stuff, or you're going to go back into those similar behaviors yeah. or whatever. So yeah. you get pulled off. I mean. It's 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 also does it go back to I think we might have talked about this also on, on another podcast the law of attraction right right so the people that you uh, if you if you're attra- if you're trying to become more successful or trying to uh, develop a certain lifestyle po- and I'm talking more positive um, if you surround yourself more with those people you start attract if you start making the change you start attracting people that are in the same path or either further above further, further on that path. And you start attracting that. And then you start attracting better behaviors and better, better habits and, and better people to surround yourself with. But if you go backwards then the same as this, then it works the same way. You get pulled back down into negative behaviors or habits. Right. Exactly. And that's, that's actually one of the things other things I've been working on is really creating boundaries. I'm terrible at doing this is I, I give people a lot of chances one and I end up sacrificing my own essentially needs in order to do so. And I've had this pattern to where I will allow people to come into my life and then just stuff my energy and it's, I, I don't like it, but I, I continue to feel, move forward with it because I, one, feel bad for them. Yeah. Two, I, I understand, it's not really more of, I feel bad for them. It's that I, I'm not going to neglect them. I'm going to be yeah. there for them. Because it doesn't, you care, you still care about these people. Like, I know, right. I know it sounds when I when you when you say about oh well they're negative influences they pull you down the wrong path it sounds like these people you might think of them in a negative light or that they're they're bad people I'm like no no like I said I, I think it more accurate how I said that you're at cross purposes they're they're doing one thing they're going one path their 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 intentions are going one direction and yours is going another way. And so, regardless of 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 uh, of anything else, they're not necessarily bad people, but they're doing something different, and it distracts you, and it pulls you off of that. So it's not about being bad. And so you care about these right. people, but you have to make a judgment call. It's like, well, yeah. limit limit your 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 uh, your engagement with these people, or hanging out, or spending time with these people, or you know, isolate it, isolate it, limit it. Um, Mix, mix with the with the with the right type of people that you're trying to hang out with or whatever. That way, you have some sort of um, support, so that you don't fall into into that and it doesn't become a thing. It's, it's it's you don't. It's not about these people being bad or not caring about them. Right. It's, it's that you have a you have a path that you're going to go. Although there are some people that are negative. They just they just. Oh yeah, like uh, I've I've recently had to cut someone out i it didn't work exactly how i was gonna think it was but 
it did provide me the space in order to get myself aligned and then keep myself at a distance. Yeah. I'm a type of person that let's say this is how our friendship built. And this is why I really admire our friendship is because it's really a two way street. It's not, yes, we, we may have days where you just want to, all you want to do is just vent and I'm just there to listen but then there's a lot of days that where it's it's a two-way street. Like, you'll have something, I'll have something. I'll have input, you'll have input. And we'll, we'll, like, essentially cross, like, our our mental yeah. ideas. Yeah, but you sometimes seem to need to vent so much. Yeah. No, <laughs> no. I, I, no, I'm I, teasing I, you. I, I agree. <laughs> this is, that's one thing, like, I've been learning. No, no. I would say the last three four months maybe even longer i've been mm. learning to actually just sit with my emotion more than anything unless oh. i'll have have days where it's just it gets the best of me and then yeah. I'll, I'll go and vent like today yeah. is a perfect example earlier today and i've told you to talk to you about this about how work how you can ask a question and they people decide to just ignore the question that you're asking and just go about their way of answering you. Yeah. And so I asked a simple question, a straight, it was a, almost like a straight yes or no question. Right. But the dude decided to like, wait, let me look into this. I'm like, there's no need for you to look into like, it's my task. Right. Yeah. I'm just asking you a question. And he's like, and he's like spending this time of just like explaining to me, looking into like, and I'm just like, dude, like, and I, and he's like, well, and then his reply, as I'm like, yeah, I just, need, I just really would need you to answer this question. He's like, well, yeah, you've looked into this. So, you know, I'm like, I don't understand. Like, if I just ask you this question, no matter what, it's still a question. Like, you don't need to look, look into it. So the question was, if you remove a strap that's already been poured into the foundation, do I need to provide a repair? That was my question. You could say, you know what? Well, I'll, maybe if anything, it'd be like, well, what exactly is the situation? So I can give you a better answer. Like, what exactly right. is the condition? Okay, and then you're like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you, you you need to, or no, no, you're fine. But no matter, no, I'm just saying, if if the strap is poured in the wrong place, right? The strap is poured in the wrong place. It needs to get removed. Okay. Now. Does it need to get removed and it's okay? Or do I need to say remove and then also provide a repair to it? That was my question. And the dude was like, hold on. And then about 10 minutes later, he calls me and he wants to discuss it and everything. And I'm just like, what's going on? Like, like, why do you need to look at the plan? Like, it, he even, the dude that reached out even clearly stated, like, this is what the issue is. And you can clearly tell in the little snippet, like, yeah, it's it's sitting right in the middle of a door, a sliding glass door. Yeah. And he's still, yet yeah, he's still like, no, let me look into it. I'm like, there's nothing to look into. Like, I'm just asking you a question, so then I know what I need to do. But he didn't want to, I was just like, oh, my God, I was so frustrated. I, I hang up the phone after, after we got done talking with my colleague, my other colleague, because he also had a similar issue months ago, too. I was like, dude. This guy, and I just started going venting on. I was like, I, I was this close because I'm usually, I usually had the ability 
and I don't like it because I regret afterwards. I'm going off on people. And so I, I had to, I refrained so much. It, it took a lot for me to refrain all that. And then the second I hung up the phone, I was like, let me just get on this. It's just ridiculous. And but he, he came to a conclusion. I was like, yeah, dude, if ever you have any questions, let's just us brainstorm about it and just figure it out instead of just going turn to him because I can't and for the time being he's the manager because my, my boss is actually out on vacation and yeah. so this is what I'm doing and I'm like dude this is such a bad thing communication is like what is so difficult on answering a question just answer it like yeah. isn't it rude I'm like thinking in my head I'm like isn't it rude to just not just ignore the question because he didn't answer it. He didn't answer it at all. He totally ignored the question. And I'm just like, how rude is that? And I'm just thinking in my head, I'm like, dude. And so I actually t- told my my uh, bigger boss, I was like, dude, I don't think highly technical engineers know how to communicate. No. And he started laughing. They, they don't. It's terrible. Yeah. We're the worst. We're the worst communicators, and it's and it's rampant. It's bad. And it's I don't know what it is. I I'm still still trying to figure it out. Is it the ego that is like coming into play that we have to always be on defense and we like always defending ourselves? I don't know yeah. what it is. Like let's just own up to our mistake and then move forward. Yeah, I had a situation like that happen earlier work. But now that, that that I have these new duties, because um, my coworker and I know that I'm helping him out and all this and doing the project managing for that, I'm more of a hands-on kind of person. Yeah. Like, um, especially with, with with project management, I think you you need to be more hands-on. You can't be sitting at your desk making just, just making phone calls. Yeah. Just doing this, that, and the other. Because sometimes you need to go out there and see because I'm very well aware that people don't communicate well. And you could be very clear with them and say, this is this, this, and this, and they don't do it. Or they do something else weird. And you're like, why didn't you, I asked you to do this. I don't know how many times we've told, we've told installers, right? When they're on a project. Okay, look, man, especially especially before when he wasn't able to go out to projects and take a look and see, and we didn't have a site super and all this, and we're still limited to that capacity. But he told the installer, okay, when you're on site, at the end of the day, tell me what you got done. Tell me what's been finished, what's, what's been accomplished. Send me photos so we know what's going on because we'll get a call from the GC and like, hey, how come this or what's this? And like, well, hold on, let me talk to myself. Rather than, hey, Give me the information as you complete stuff. You're right. Let me know yeah. what's going on. Communicate with me what's going on in the field yeah. so then I can know what's happening and, and or I can tell you, no, 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 stop with that, hold on. Yeah. Need a, or whatever. You know? No, they'll do stuff and then oh, well now we gotta tear that off. Or oh, now we gotta do this. I'm like, oh my god, people. Like you essentially put up all like what is it called? The the safe uh safe points of like, hey, okay, this is fallback. Like, still reach out to me. Send, send me. You set up this nice little process, and they're like, fuck your process. We're going to do our own thing. And so, then they get screwed over of just. No, and then it comes back where, like, you know, they send in their invoices. And we're like, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> this isn't done. 
or this is like no, dude, like none of this is right. What do you? What? <laughs> like no. Uh, no, and then like I know the one of the little one of the little hiccups. I I don't remember what the the main hiccup because we we kind of got into it a little. Um. But uh, there was another one where I'm like, hey, I'm gonna go over and check this offsite um, logistics center. We we're, we're storing some materials at. We need. To, I want to, you know, line up everything that we actually have um, for the project. So we need to what if we need to order more or whatever. So I want to actually go over there and physically count everything to make sure what I have there. And he's like, oh, you know, a, a phone call is really easy. I'm like, yeah, but look, I'm gonna fine. You know what? I'm gonna send them an email. I'm going to ask them what I need. The people at the logistics center, I'm like, can I get a count, a pallet count, you know, full and partial, and let me know what's a, what's how many boxes are in a full pallet and how many boxes are in a partial so I mm-hmm. know what we have. And all they said was like, oh, you have five full pallets and two partials. Well, how many boxes in there? Like, I need to know how much square footage I have that. But I'm like, I ask specifically for certain things. And I didn't get those. And I kind of yeah. already knew that that was going to happen, which yeah. is why I said, hey, I'm going to go. It's a quick, it's a 20-minute drive, right? But I can go over there, take a quick count, da-da-da-da. I know dead to nu- dead nuts what we have. Come back. I'm like, okay, this is what we have on uh, in stock over there. Okay, this is what we have here in this warehouse. Where, okay, this is the material that we have on hand. And now we need to start bringing in. that. That'll cover us to whatever level. Whatever yeah. floor that'll come yeah. us to here. Now we need. Now we know what we need to bring in. Yeah, you know that kind of thing is like I like to know and see and 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 actually have a handle. But it's like, like oh, you know, it's it, it's uh, it's it's easy to send a a, a text, uh, a phone call, or an email. I'm like, I know that this is what I knew that this is what was going to happen. I knew. It was going to happen this way, uh-huh. which is why I wanted to go and get accounts and look at yeah. it myself. Yeah. Because, I mean, uh-huh. they're they're just a warehousing place, you know. They don't yeah. understand what it is that we actually need. If yeah. it was like, if it was a, our sister company's warehouse, they would understand and they would get me that information. Right. They would get me everything I need. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. But, but they don't, these people don't know. They don't care. They just know, yeah. oh, you got five pilots here and this partial ones. I'm like, great. That's, that's. So that's something. Yeah. Yeah, it's but but as you as you can you've experienced yourself, communication is very Yeah. I, I don't know what it is. It's it's lacking in this day and age. And I don't know if it's because we're we're just moving fast and we don't have time to either work on it or improve or just realize that we're shitty communicators. Or it's just this is it's just how we are, and this is think, how it's going to progress. To I, I think I think that there's a, a mixture of all of those things, but I think it's also the fact that people are set in their ways. People have habits. Um, it's worked for them so far. Yeah. they've they've achieved a certain amount of success. Um, the way that they've kept they've carried on, so they don't see it as a problem. Yeah. And the, when, when there's actual issues that could have been avoided by communicating better, um, that's the only time that they actually worry about it. And then they forget about it because oh, it, it, some something got quick fixed. It got yeah. passed over. Or yeah. you just you just you just have to 
solve the problem and move on. Yeah. Whether, where you could have been a little proactive and avoided having that problem. Yeah, right? And, and that's the other thing, okay, where, where it's essentially habitual and they, since they've gotten, they've gotten things done, in quotation marks, and are successful, in quotation marks again, mm-hmm. they're, they're not willing to change. Well, I've gotten this far by doing what I did. Well, yeah, and that's great. But you know what? It's still, it doesn't mean that you should be stopped on like improving your life or any area that you're lacking. Yeah, you got this far, however far you have gotten. And if you think for a second that you're good on where you're at, then you're wrong. You're not going to go any further. You're not going to improve on life. And the biggest thing that you're probably not realizing is you're actually creating more to work for yourself on the long-term route. And yeah. that's what a lot of people are not realizing. And and it's so frustrating because I I had these type of talks at work called lead. And I, I think I mentioned this on the podcast before. And two people, these two people that I work with essentially on a almost a regular basis, I have topics over on a various different amount. They don't show up. They don't want to show up. And it's just like I'm baffled on why they don't want to show up. Okay, yeah, you can say, oh, yeah, I'm busy. But this is only an hour out of your day. You're going to get a lot more out of it versus the work that you're about to do, especially since you're truly lacking in these areas. And these people, and it's it's such a lack of awareness. And there's so much, there's ego that's preventing them. And there's so many times I call out the other dude on, on, mm-hmm. on certain topics, and he's like, oh, yeah, you're right. I'm like, dude, I am yeah. right. I'm, I'm just about 80% right. Man. Yeah. In, in my opinion... Thanks um, for agreeing that I'm 80% right. 80%, 80% is right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that's actually accurate for a lot of people. Yeah. Is 80%. Yeah. Um, but um, that's why I, I'm, I've always been pro, and I, I had, I had a, a conversation about this with one of my supervisors before, like uh, the, one of the higher-ups. And I said, you know, we need, we need more, um, what's it called? Uh, we need more coaching or we need more, uh, like reviews, performance yeah. reviews. We need more, we need more fr- frequent performance reviews. And the, I know. Can, the, I, can the, I rephrase that real quick for you? Uh, feedback. Feedback. Yeah. Feedback. Well, performance review is feedback. Cause the thing is. You're right. Then you can tell somebody, okay, this is you're doing this right, you're doing this good, you're right, yeah. you're 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 lacking on this. It seems like communication isn't getting through. There's a lot of miscommunication. It seems like blah 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 blah. But the reason like, why you know, I say feedback uh-huh. instead of performance review, performance reviews are typically like biannual or annual, mm. right? And with feedback, it's actually a lot more frequent than. Yeah, I, I guess than I, I guess I guess it's just one, it's maybe. just a it's it's the fact that people tend to associate performance reviews with something either like like how you're saying quarterly or whatever yeah biannually uh, and annually yeah biannually and annually because they associate it with money involved yeah i know like, you i know you don't like to say but, bye but it's okay shut up uh the thing is that i don't think i, I think i think you should establish like the biannually or annually 
the performance reviews um, yeah. involve involve uh, some sort of review for compensation, but yeah. you need to have regular one performance reviews to to go over and to give feedback and check up on status of improvement and say, yeah, we still we still we're still lacking here. We still need to improve on this. Um, I don't think I think it, it I think that's when you need to have those like one on one coaching. Like how you're talking about, like okay, these these certain topics are very lacking with this individual, and yeah. and those reviews and everything. You need that's when you can sit down and tell them directly. Because some people some people need to be told directly that they suck at something or that they're lacking. At oh something. yeah, like, yeah. Because 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 if you put about if you put people all in a meeting, um, talking about these topics. They, they they hide behind everybody else, and it's easy for people to say, um, "Oh, they're not talking about me. They're talking about somebody else. They're talking about all these other people." Or they're not right. talking about like. There's a lot of people either one do that as a defense mechanism, or they just don't have self aware, uh, self awareness to be to be like, "Oh, this is uh, this is totally me." You so they need to be told. They need to actually be sat down and told, "Look, you're not communicating well. Every time you communicate, there's always an issue. Something's not. So we need to figure out how we can." help you do that exactly that that's where i was actually on chime in on and and that's the thing whenever whenever you're giving criticism you have to give some sort of gauge right like hey you're working here i need you to work here how are you going to get here yeah these are the steps that i think you need to take to get here and so that's that's what a lot of businesses are actually lacking in that in that aspect yeah and it's funny that you mentioned coaching um i actually kind of got a little nice appraisal this morning because one of the lead topics it's not really a topic uh one of the seminars or meetings that i want to do is actually provide uh, bring in a speaker that's also a comedian and I ran into this um, speaker, and she's actually deaf. And she's a comedian, too. And she, I reached out to her. She called me, and we talked about what she can bring to the table and how she's going to present and this and that. And I was like, okay, I, I get what you're saying. And, that, and, yeah, you could be a potential fit to what I'm looking for, but how about the price? So I'll... Uh, we can we can figure out the price. Well, initially she said, if you went through an agency, guess how much they would charge? Oh. 15000 God dang. Yeah. And um, so she, I was like, whoa, I know my company would not go for that. And I was like, well, we're, we're on a budget. And let me go figure it out. And she was like, yeah, let, let me know once you figure out the number. And the number is for two offices is three thousand. That's how much we can do. I don't know if she's gonna agree on that. I gave her a call, left her a message. Hopefully, she calls me tomorrow or why not. But fifteen thousand. The other idea, the backup plan that my boss was coming up with, the bigger boss, he was like, "Well, if anything, um, you can go up there and do a live one." And I was like, "Wow, feel feel honored there." I can go do it. Um, but it's it's nice to hear that from someone that's he's he's one of the senior leaders, 
yeah. of the of that part of the side of the company. And so it's it's great to hear that. And it's also it feels good because I would say the last three weeks as I'm finishing my, my courses or I have finished all my courses as I was finishing all my courses, and I'll put it that way for coaching certification, I was experiencing some imposter syndrome. Yeah. And and it was it was eating me away. It was putting me into a funk. And just hearing that really I already I had already gotten out of it. It's just this this reinforced it. And the good thing is looking at how much people are paying, it's good. Now I am I'm, I'm heading in that direction. I'm not doing this for the money. I'm doing this for to help out the people. There's 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 thousands of people that are out there that are working in a company that the company is not responsible enough or has that due diligence to treat their employers or employees the way they want to be treated or need to be treated. And so I, I do potentially want to go down the road, road of coaching and was um, in help from you too. I don't know if you noticed that or if you caught that before, if I told you that before, because essentially I, I went down this road just I did this podcast just for to inspire people, just to to share people that hey, not you're not the only one that's struggling. There's several people out here that are struggling. They've overcome all sorts of obstacles, and not only that, like us being single. Here's our dating experience. This is what we're going for. Kind of educating at the same time. But one thing that you said and really like got me is. Is I think we were talking to other people, and you're like, "Yeah, yeah, he's going." He's like becoming like a life coach. I'm like, hmm, "That sounds that sounds nice." Yeah, I guess I am. It, it, again, I, I couldn't I couldn't put it together, but but that's where I'm heading down. Um, I don't ever remember saying that. Yeah, you don't remember saying a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> Mental health coach, life coach, mental health trainer, something along those lines. This is my big announcement for this podcast that I am going to go down the road of coaching. And uh, I'm first going to start off with a couple people that I don't really know, but will give me a proper feedback. I'm hoping so. Um, they'll probably get free sessions. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited where this takes me. And it's it's opened up a lot of um, perspectives. Let me put it that way. Because as I was experiencing imposter syndrome, um, I decided to go, I ran into, I don't know if you've heard about the singer, Louis Capaldi. Uh, stop he, ringing a bell. He, he sings Someone You Loved. He sings uh, Before You Go. He's a pop. He's a pop singer. I'm pretty unlikely. Pretty sure you haven't heard of him. You probably yeah. have heard of his songs, but just not of him. Well, he became really, really popular, right? And then it took him a while to make it the second album. And so I did. Well, I'm kind of jumping into the documentary or a little bit on that one. But recently, he he had a performance at a Gastonbury festival or Glastonbury, something like that. Yeah. Um, he was experiencing a lot of Tourette's as he was singing. 
and he could not sing one bit. Like it, it, it was preventing him to sing. And so the crowd jumped in and was singing the rest of the lyrics. And it was so amazing. It was a beautiful sight to see. And it got me to Google him. And then I find out, oh, there's a, he has a documentary. And I watch it. And I'm just like, I feel so bad for the dude. And at the same time, this dude is experiencing imposter syndrome. And I'm just like, wow. Like, yeah, I know, I know how it feels. That sucks. And But at the same time, man, I would... I, hopefully he's out of that mentality. Uh, I watched the Hot Ones earlier today on a meeting. I don't know if you ever watch Hot Ones. Have you ever watched that? They eat the wings? Yeah. Yeah. So he, he was on there. And oh, cool, cool. He's a very authentic, down-to-earth singer. Like, you wouldn't even know, like, this dude is famous at all. Fucking hilarious, too. But he's Scottish. Great personality. I just, I just wish he him the best and wish him that he gets well soon and, and continues down this road of impacting people's life through music. Because the songs are so beautiful. And to find out after watching the documentary that a couple of them were about two songs. One was about his aunt passing away. She had committed suicide. Oh, wow. And, and he saw that at a very young age and he wrote this song later on and it's that song is before you go and it, is it, that it the makes, one you showed me i think so Was and it just makes so much sense and i'm just like wow such a beautiful song and then someone you loved is about his grandmother that passed and and then there's another one that's pretty popular too called bruises and it's just no, I looked. I looked at the one that wish you would, wish you the best. That's the one I saw. That that's a recent one. That's his recent single. That's a yeah. good one too. That's the that's one about one the too. dog. Yeah, the the, the mailman. That, yeah. Oh yeah, that, that's how I found. I I you, I don't think you told me about them. I think I found him um, from somebody saying this stupid song that makes everybody cry or something in the video. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm like, ah, let's see this. I'm like. Mm. <laughs> I'm not crying. You're crying. <laughs> I don't know what you're he, talking about. He he's good. He's good. He he will definitely pull those heartstrings for sure. But yeah, I'm I'm excited about this new new thing that I'm going down. Um, at the same time, it's it's difficult for me to balance everything in my life. Like I I we we talked about this yesterday where I, there's times that I get high strung and like, that's one thing I've been working on. I'm not being so high strung all the time or even just being more present more than any, anything. A lot of times when I'm out with y'all, I would think about, I would observe certain things and I'll just go on this whole thought of just all this other stuff that's going. And so I'm totally like, zoned out essentially and no man i need to know how to have I a totally, good time yeah good i time. totally yeah yeah that's what I, I definitely need to work on that um but at the same time I, I, the reason why i was experiencing all that when i was down there a few weeks back was because i was in the process of getting this on on the end of uh finishing the certification so now that it's over now i'm 
I'm working on creating the program and then going from there. So you're, you're officially certified? I'm officially certified. To coach my life? To coach your life and everyone else's life. If they choose. If don't, they choose. Don't ever, have to tell you, don't ever tell me how to live my life. <laughs> I'm not telling you how to live your life. I'm coaching you how you want to live your life. Don't try to feed me any mumbo jumbo. <laughs> but yeah, that, I went, and it's beautiful when I think about this. It, it, this path all started because of a place that a large group of us really hated working at. And quite a few of them would come to my office and vent and I would be there and I would listen and they, and I would share them advices and give them perspectives. And a few of them will be like, well, you know, you should start a YouTube channel. And that's how it all started. I'm here because of that. And it all went downhill from then. <laughs> all went uphill from there. I said down. Yeah, down, I know you Downhill. <laughs> climbing mountains, man. I'm climbing mountains, and I and I'm I'm loving life right now. I'm loving. Oh, life. Well, I'm I'm, I'm climbing grateful. some other kind of mountains. No, 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 I'm not. <laughs> But yeah, I want to talk about lonely, but I, then I, like going into it, it's going to be really in depth talking yeah. about lonely and being in lonely and how lonely people think and this and that. I'm like, yeah, we don't need to talk about all that. But rounding back to uh, the reason why I was originally asking what men really want is because in that movie, Five Year Engagement, the dude proposed. But he was so focused on his work more than anything. Like whenever he had, to, we he adjusted his life for his wife or his fiance. His life went to shit. Like he he was lazy. He didn't care or anything. Like couldn't even hold the job properly. He just wasn't happy. This and that. Blah blah blah. All this stuff. And it's just, that's where it spurned that thought of what do we really want? Because, of course, we have to work. We have to be the provider, essentially. I'm not, whoa, whoa, that's going to be pretty offensive out there. Whoa. Easy, easy. We don't have to be the provider, but there has to be some sort of responsibility. We need a purpose. We need need a purpose. We need a There we go. We need a... That's the word that I was looking for. Purpose. And later on in the movie, I know I'm, I'm sharing a movie and movies are all written and this and that, but this one translates pretty well into real world, real life. The dude well, later on actually followed his purpose. He ended up having his own restaurant and his, because for the longest time he did, like he had such the skill and the, and the talent to be able to run a restaurant, but he never took that chance. And then finally he did, and he he got a food truck, and he, end of story, essentially, and they get back together, and blah, 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 blah. But, yeah, you answered it. Purpose. What else? What, do you, what else do you think we need? I think it's just that. Outside of the sex part. I don't know. I don't know why you bring that up. I wasn't... <laughs> 
Um, I don't know. With your finger in your hole. Whoa. Action. That was just for you and me, man. That wasn't supposed to be shared. Um, I don't know, dude. You don't um, know. You good? You good now? I don't you, know. You, that, you just stop at purpose. I think that's the perfect answer. I think that's the only answer. There's a no. I don't think so. It's more involved. I mean, that's a big function of it, but it's a big. It's the huge part. It's the biggest part. I, I don't necessarily. It's important, but I don't know. Um, I, I can't bring. I, I think that's the the main thing that we really need in our life. If we set our purpose, everything else is just rolls easy. It's easy. It's downhill. Uphill. Easier though. Anyways, since uh, your brain's not working, I have two. Two, uh, he can't brain right now. So we have, we have two inter- articles. I can't entirely brain. Yeah, we, we have two articles that we'll go over. One, one, one is our usual stuff. It's on, uh, and another one we'll we'll go over the top fourteen snacks. I know you're not a snack guy. Cannot believe that Gabe is not a snack guy. But this dude, we I when I went and visited him, he's not a snack guy, right? And he's just like, I don't need snacks and this and that. So I'm like, okay, fine, I'll buy some snacks for everyone to enjoy. And this dude just, guess what he does? He eats the snacks. That's I'm like, uh-huh. I don't buy snacks. <laughs> I'm already having trouble, man. I need to lose weight. And then you just bring snacks and they're delicious. <laughs> chips are great. I, I am a big chick, chip whore. I love chips. You wanted to see chick whore. <laughs> <laughs> Freudian slip. <laughs> so this article that I came across is 10 essential ways to choose the right life partner. Oh, God. Bring them on. And I know many of us need this. We we tend to just think, oh, yeah, the right life partner is someone that has six figures, someone that's attractive, someone that's tall, Someone that's hot, someone someone that's smart, but there's more to it. And this is what I'm hoping you listeners can grasp. There's more than outside of what you're thinking. And let's put some emphasis, more emphasis on these 10 things, because I, I agree with a lot of them. And um, let's see if Gabe also agrees, since he's a guru here, too. He, he pulls chicks. No, I don't. So, no one... Self-reflection, understanding your needs. Well, yeah, that's a baseline. Yes, this is this is important because if you don't understand, and this, if you let me let me re reread the topic again, okay. Ten essential ways to choose the right life partner. Okay, so that means this is in your hands. This is not anything outside of what you're looking for, right? This is in your control. Hold yourself accountable. Yes, you definitely have to hold yourself accountable. And you have to take accountability and and put actions into your hands. And uh, 
So one is self-reflection, understanding your needs. And this is important because if you don't understand your needs, guess what? Your needs are not getting met. And if you don't know what your needs are and your needs are not getting met, you're more than likely going to be unhappy and you're more than likely just going to go on this trajectory to where it becomes toxic. That's not fair because it's not fair to you and it's not fair to that other person. Yep. Your indecisiveness and inability to know what you want winds up hurting whoever you're involving yourself with. Yep. It hurts you too, of course. You're wasting your time, wasting this other person's time. And now resentments start to develop. And people, oh, men suck. Or vice versa, oh, women suck. Exactly right. Could not say any better. Even with that tone. Oh. There's... (laughs) There's two questions that you can essentially ask is what are the qualities and values that matter most to you in a partner? I don't think many people think about that. And I've asked people this, okay? It is very, very difficult for them to answer this. And that is telling of its own. If it's that difficult for you to answer that, you need to do a lot more thinking about it and write it down, take take different paths and routes in order for you to clarify what you need in your life, what type of partner you need. The other one is what are your long-term aspirations for yourself in your relationship? It's funny that, that this question has popped up because this was my question whenever it came to the interviewing time, whenever I was choosing my wife in India. And that's one of the questions I, I had asked is like, what, what do you want out of your life and what do you want out of marriage? That's important to know. Yeah, very important. But I thought that was cool that I'm I'm reading something that I took upon myself at a decently young age, without any direction, really. What's but, a decently young age? Uh, it was at 25. Oh, that is decently young. Yes. <laughs> Two uh, shared values and interests. Yeah, that is important. If you're, because uh, the thing is, I mean, life already throws you a bunch of curveballs and ups and downs and things that you're going to have to like uh, sort out with each other are going to be bringing you points of contention. You don't need to complicate that even more with having dissimilar or contrary values because you're, you're, that's what lends oftentimes to fights because one person sees the world a certain way wants to live their work, their life a certain way, have certain beliefs. You have contrary beliefs and values, what's important to you, and you won't be able to see eye to eye. Yep. One thing is having different opinions or, you know, I'll have your own mind, your yeah. own way of looking at them, but having values that are similar, principles that are similar. Yeah, If if and to give you an example, it's not like, let's say you are all about I'm going to treat everyone kind, no matter what. It's I'm going to do what's best for me to act how it's. It's a matter of how I'm going to show up, and I'm always going to show up. Now, I'm not saying 100 time I'll be perfect in this way. A lot of people take that to a great extent. Like there's no let's let's be real here. There's no um, re- reality in perfection. There's there's perfection isn't real, and so yes, like. Let's just say 80% of the time, you can treat people with kindness, 
But then if someone believes like, no, I, I, I'm going to be, I'm going to express how, how I'm going to think and whatever I think. And if it's shitty, then so be it. That's not sharing the same beliefs. Yeah. And that's going to cause a lot of rifts and that's going to cause a lot of fights. And it's going to end up being a toxic relationship down the line. It may seem fun in the beginning, but it's not down the road. Yeah, no, it's, you don't need it. So the third one, we've talked about this earlier. Try to guess. Try to guess. Six. Effective communication. Oh, yeah, I'm doomed. Effective communication. I love this one. This is my favorite, if you haven't guessed already. And what is effective communication? You're probably thinking... What is effective communication? Well, what is it? Well, well what? <laughs> well, let me tell you. You know what? That's a good question. I'm glad you asked. That That's a great question, Gabe. And I'm glad you asked that. What it is, is where you're able to openly and honestly communicate your thoughts, your opinions, without any condescending reaction. Is that condensation? I mean, oh my God, not condensation. Condescension. Condescension. Condescending? Condescension. Sure. Without any condescension. Yes. Condescending, whatever, but without any condescension. Yes. And the reason why I say it that way is because you want to create a safe environment to where you're able to say how you're feeling and expressing it, how you're feeling or what, what your thought is, whatever it is that you're going through without any dismissiveness, without any condensation, however you're saying it. Condescension. Condescension. But so, yeah, now I'm going to read, I didn't even read that part in this article. You know, Mike is going to call us and make fun of us uh, oh, for, yeah. both, for both being ESL. <laughs> Look at my two ESL brothers. <laughs> so as I explained that, let's see if I'm correct, okay? Well, this article has written it out. Open and effective communication is the lifeblood of a healthy relationship. It's important to choose a life partner who is not willing to communicate, who's not only willing to communicate, but also skilled in doing so. A partner who actively listens expresses their thoughts and feelings honestly and respects your perspective, creates an environment where both individuals feel heard and understood. I did a pretty good job in explaining that. Yeah. But untis, untis, untis. I like that. I like that. Shake them headers off. Four. Now this is this is probably by far my favorite topic of all. So right worse? above, a, 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 well, man, that's a difficult order. I would say this is number two. So it goes self awareness, this one, and then effective communication is number three. Who does number two work for? <laughs> I don't know. They're evil. <laughs> emotional intelligence emotional damage 
<laughs> this is emotional intelligence is my favorite. They're all your favorites, and you're just like, oh, I this, know, right? is my this is my favorite. This is my favorite. It's like every article, right? I was like, this is my favorite. This is my favorite. But this is this is one of my biggest traits that I actually look for in a significant other. I it's so difficult. I have I've not yet to find it. And it's emotional intelligence. And what is emotional intelligence, you may ask? Emotional intelligence is an invaluable trait in a life partner. Someone who possesses emotional intelligence is adept at recognizing and managing their emotions while also being attuned to the emotions of others. This ability fosters empathy, understanding, and a supportive atmosphere within the relationship. Now, this this one took a little bit, this explanation took a little bit of a broad explanation. But emotional intelligence is such, it, it is very broad. And you can include self-awareness in, uh, under emotional intelligence. Because you have to be self-aware in order to be emotional intelligent. You have to be an effective communicator in order to be emotional intelligent. So that's why I think emotional intelligence is the biggest trait that I look for. But whenever I boil it down and, I'm, and when I'm looking for that particular person, I'm not going to be like, yeah, they have to be emotional intelligent. I have to look for those traits on what makes emotional intelligence. So that's why I look for, okay, how self-aware are they? Okay, how effective of a communicator are they? So what makes these it? are the little... What's that? What makes it? What makes what? Emotional intelligence. I just ex- explained that. Oh. Oh, you're too busy, busy turning on the light. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's my biggest biggest trait that I look for. It's, it's very difficult for me to find one that has that, and that's okay. I'll just be single for the rest of my life. Wow, what a pity party that I'm throwing oh myself. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, I need to throw a womp, womp, womp on here for myself. What I want to see, I wonder if, I wonder if, I wonder if, uh, if I play something on YouTube, will it come across on the, on the thing, like a, a song or whatever? Um, most likely not. Mm. Most likely not. Yeah, nothing's coming up. This is all. I have a drum roll and crap. Sorry, guys. I'm just dicking around over here. Yeah. Uh, fifth one. Mutual respect. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Can is it? Is this coming through? No. No. Damn no. It. You you would have to put it on your mic. Ah, that's for me to hear. Yeah. Dang it, man. All right. So mutual respect. I mean, this one is something that we talked about in the last episode. Is like, of course, it's obvious. Duh, you want to want someone that mutually respects. Like, of course. Yes. Yeah, but that doesn't happen very often. But it does not happen very often. It's surprising how much people don't have that. Yes. We overlook that trait just because 
that one time they just made me feel so great and now they don't they're not gonna yeah. mutually they're not gonna respect you whatsoever. Yeah. Like you're gonna respect them, but they're not gonna respect you. Yeah. No. And by saying respect you, it's respecting your needs and your wants. All right. And so if they're not able to check those boxes, then guess what you gotta do? You gotta tell them to get the fuck out of here. Go kick rocks. See Go the thing is rocks. You, 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 you touched on something right now that you mentioned. It's because of how they made me feel this. People think that love and all these these things are feelings. They're, they're, like, love is much more than feelings. Like, because if it was just feelings, you, pe- this is why people fall in and out of love so much in our modern times. People get together, break up, get married, get divorced. Because they think, oh, I feel, I feel so much. They make me feel so... Feel, dude, feelings change. It's like, are you going to be able to stick with this person and help this person and still love them when things are going wrong? When everything's going, there's like tits up and it all sucks. Or the world's on fire. Are you going to be able to stand by this person? Then obviously those feelings are, are nothing. Because if, you, if, if your feelings change when things get rough, yeah, you can't trust feelings. I'm sorry, but your feelings are not reliable. I feel. <laughs> You're getting back at me now. <laughs> you go, over. girl. You go, girl. Rant you tell over. them. <laughs> and I said, <laughs> six. Something that I mentioned earlier. Shared vi- vision. Vision. I was trying to say vision and future at the same time. Shared vision for the future. Fissure. Yeah, yeah, that should be a that should be a word. Yeah. This is true. Because yeah. if to both of y'all have different lifestyles to where y'all have different paths of viewing your future, and guess what? It's not gonna really work out. Even though you let's say y'all both of y'all check the boxes of each other, but you're unable to compromise in, in this whole shared of the vision of the future and how y'all wanna proceed in the future, guess what you gotta do? You gotta Cut them out. <laughs> Go kick rocks. <laughs> I'm gonna have to bring in the Joey. Cut it out. Cut it out. <laughs> Couple questions to ask to know is: Are your visions compatible? Right. If if the visions both of y'all have are just totally not compatible to where you know one dude. The dude wants to travel the entire world, and you just want to sit around and just like scrapbook. Yeah, scrapbook. Then it's it's not gonna work, right? Same thing. It works the same way. Like if your woman wants to go travel the world, and you want a scrapbook, does not work. Does not work. It has to be a similar path, similar road. Now, could you make it work? Yeah, I'm sure you can. But that has to be a conversation. To be had. And it has to yeah. be done effectively. Immediately. Effectively, too. Immediately. Seven. Emotional support and trust. Yeah. Trust, tr- trust is important. It's, I hate to say this, but the, the, these are common now. This, this is like, come on. This makes sense. It makes sense. And, and hopefully, that, but there's people that don't do well, it. Well, I, I, 
I, I get that. And I just hope the people that are listening are saying, oh, yeah, that makes sense. And I do need to make it a point. So that's one, right? It makes sense. Emotional support and trust, right? Now, is it going to vary? Is it, we're all on the whole spectrum of how much emotional support and trust we need, right? Yeah. Some don't need that much trust and they can trust like from the get-go. Some need a lot of reassurance and they have, have trust, re- issues. trust issues. Yeah. Yeah. And so that, that, that's going to happen and it's going to vary from it. So you just have to find the right person that's going to be able to fit that. If the not, cut it out. Cut it out. Uh, eight one, uh, compatibility in lifestyle and ambitions. Deal breaker. That's, a, that's another one. Shared responsibility, nine. Yes. And the last one, intuition and chemistry. Yeah, I guess. I don't know what that is. It makes sense. It makes sense. What, what it is? Okay, there it is. Trust your intuition and acknowledge the power of chemistry. While all practical considerations are crucial, there's often an intangible connection that you feel when you meet the right life partner. Pay attention to your instincts in the emotional bond you share as they can provide valuable insights into the potential for a fulfilling and lasting relationship. That was a pretty broad statement. Mm-hmm. Chemistry is a mysterious force that can ignite a spark and create a deep emotional connection emotional connection between two individuals. Trust your intuition and listen to your heart when assessing the chemistry between you and a potential partner. I am all about chemistry. I'm not all about chemistry. I like chemistry. I also like physics. (laughs) Uh, uh. Welcome, Gabe. (laughs) <laughs> well no for reals though you got chemistry if you got chemistry it, it'll suck if you don't have good physics no you're not wrong you're not wrong you have to hit the sciences and the maths yeah you have to hit the angles you gotta get all the right angles you gotta adjust the uh the forces <laughs> damn it i lost my I can't, I you have to have the right it. proper dynamic forces and whatnot, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I lost my. Hey, you're, you're not I all. It's it's not only going to be physics. It it's going to be dynamics also in it too. The dynamics of flow. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. okay. Moving on. <laughs> These are the 14 most popular snacks in the U.S. Oh, oh I forgot we we're doing this. Hey, Gabe, you're the number one snack in my book. <laughs> We're going to get the wrong. Don't stop. People are going to think something different. <laughs> and no, we're not. I'm no snack. I'm an entire meal. <laughs> I mean, no, literally, shake out my belly, dude. <laughs> 14 on the list is Cheetos. Cheetos. Sp- uh, Flaming Hots? It's just this- Cheetos in general. I, I, I would go with Flamin' Hots would be, for me, Flamin' Hots is like top five. I saw that movie. What? Flamin' Hot. It was, it's, uh, it's on, it's on Disney, Disney Plus, whatever, but it's supposed, supposed, supposedly the story of how 
Flaming Hot Cheetos got started. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. All about my people. Oh, nice, nice. Um, did you hear about Disney Minus? Yeah, I, I heard it kind of. I heard it kind of blue. <laughs> there was a video I watched. It was a dude watching. Oh, let's see what's on Disney Minus today. And it was <laughs> a, a different Spider Man, the Tobey Maguire <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> And he just keeps saying, but that's not that, what would you say? Like, that's not my type of problem, or that's not my problem. Is that's it? not so, my problem. <laughs> he just keeps saying that throughout the movie. And the dude is just like getting mad. He's like, what the hell? This type of shit is this? He just that's says hilarious. one thing. Well, that's not my problem. That's <laughs> hilarious. That's pretty funny. I'm going to have to look that up. Disney minus. Uh, <laughs> Let me see if I can pull it over right now. Uh, two are the thirteenth one is Tostitos. Tost, eh, eh. right? I, I didn't like that one. It's like okay. Here it is. Here we go. Let's see this one. And I got this hero of the world. Oh, I have the hero that the world gets. Oh, man. That's not the right one. That sounds horrible. It's not Spider-Man Far From Home. Pizza time. Pizza nope. time. Oh, here it is. And I'm not going to lift. I miss the tarbidest of my props. Wait, that's funny i missed the power that's my problem <laughs> he says it over like a pokemon <laughs> That's that's too funny. Oh man! So thirteen to twelve. Snickers. It's only twelve. Right. I kind of like Snickers. Right? Snickers yeah. is like a top five. Uh, I don't Eleven know. Fritos. Okay, I like Fritos. I like Fritos with uh, some Louisiana hot sauce. Yeah, yeah. Fritos like chili, Texas. Ooh, the the chili Frito cheese pie. Fritos. That's yeah. Nice. Yeah, one thing I, so uh, Lay's potato chips had a mashup to where they did chili cheese Lay's potato chips, kettle mm. chips. Dude, they were so good. And they stopped making them. It was only a limited time. I was like, bro, they have to make this full. They have to make it like forever. You know, if they would have sold so better, good. they would have made it. They would have what? If they would have sold better. I'm pretty sure they sold pretty well. 10. Now we're in the top 10. Pringles. I don't yeah, know, man. I don't Pringles know. is out of the top 10. I don't, I don't know about that, man. Yeah. Um, Pringles, but, really? 
this this probably made this list was probably made with white people. Sounds about right because number nine is Lay's. <laughs> See, I don't mind Lay's if I have Louisiana hot sauce. <laughs> but that's really it. I'm surprised you didn't say Valentina. No, it's, Valentina only goes with like chicharron and stuff like that. No, you don't put that on this. I like I like Valentina on my potato chips. It tastes good. Valentina on potato chips and popcorn. So good. On eggs. Eggs. I've had it on eggs, but it just it hits. It doesn't hit. It's because you're Indian. I am Indian. You're right. I am. I, I'm. I didn't know what. what I'm, I'm Indian. I, I thought I'd remind you. I, I thought oh. I would let you know. Thank, thank you for reminding okay. me. I'm Indian. You're welcome. You're the other brown. You're the other brown meat. The other brown meat. (laughs) Eight on the list is Oreos. I mean, they're good. They're all right, but like, I don't know if that high on the list. Yeah, I want to put them that high there. I'm not a big Oreo person. I don't know why. I can eat some Oreos, though, though, whenever I do have some. I'll I'll go on chocolate chip cookies. On Oreos because I, I like to split it. <laughs> yeah, you do. And lick lick the cream inside. Of course you do. Seven. <laughs> Jif peanut butter. Really? Oh, peanut butter is good, dude. Jif though. As long as it's I see actually for me as long as it's creamy peanut butter it's good. No, you would like cream. <laughs> creamy peanut butter, not the nutty one. It's kind of nutty. <laughs> Six planters. See another planters, unusual. That's like old people snacks. Right, right. Like I don't even. If I do any type of nut, I'd rather use. <laughs> you'd rather do. You'd rather do what, Vic? You'd rather. You'd rather what, Vic? You'd rather what? <laughs> Oh man, I can't with you. I can't even you talk can't about work. this seriously. You can't work. You can't work. Vic, you I can't. can't I can't take this seriously right now. That's what I can't do. You can't what? I just can't. You can't what? So I actually go. I'm afraid who I'm gonna say next. And you're just gonna twist the shit out of me. Yeah, that's what I do. I actually get nuts in bulk. In bulk. <laughs> Nuts and bulk! Nuts and bulk! <laughs> and I actually, cashew is my favorite nut. <laughs> I won't disagree with you. It's a good nut. <laughs> Do you know that there's cashew milk? Were you aware that there's cashew milk? Uh, from the, the nut? nut? They have cashew milk, you know, they get out of that nut. Oh, they do, but I don't like cashew milk. Actually, I prefer out of all the nut milks. <laughs> tell us, tell us which, which nut milk do you prefer? <laughs> Almond milk. Almond milk is the best, best nut milk. <laughs> Seems to be the one that flies off the shelf more. But they don't... It's terrible, though, that... I actually like to make it at home. You make your own almond milk at home? 
Yes, I, I typically do. Um, I, bet, I bet you do. <laughs> but it takes a lot of nuts. <laughs> How many nuts to get a glass? <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with you. I'm, I'm asking a simple question. I don't know why you're losing it. It's, How many nuts for a glass? I don't know. I would say about two, probably about two cups. You have to blend it and you, you pour filtered water and then you have to filter it through uh, a, a fine mesh. And then you strain it like you have to squeeze. Squeeze that, <laughs> squeeze that milk out of the nut. Yeah. You have to squeeze the almond pulp to where it take the releases all the juices. I uh, got you. <laughs> Man, that was we, difficult to get there. We got through it. We got, we through, got, through, we we got, got through all through. that nut. Uh, five on the list. Top five. We're in the top five. Doritos. Okay, I guess that's that. a good one. I, I, I like Doritos. I like all the flavors of Doritos. I like nacho cheese, uh, spicy nacho, cool ranch is a good one. I even like that flaming hot. It's just that sucker gets spicy. Now this one was unexpected when I saw this. List. I was like, okay, this is. But I could, I could kind of appreciate to a certain extent. Ritz crackers, number four. Yeah, actually, I could eat a, I could eat a lot of Ritz. Like, isn't it surprising though? Like. Yeah. Outside looking in, you're like, it's oh. But then you eat one, you're like, then you eat another. Then you uh, eat another. Then you eat another. Then you just, then you finish out the entire. And then you start going crazy and putting like ham and cheese and, and, yeah. and, 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 they, they and are very cheese whiz. And um, they're very, how do you say milk. it? Like, um, no, um, flexible. What, what do you call it? Like, yeah. They're, you're able to apply it in different situations. I can't even figure the word. My brain's you, not working. Do you uh you 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 apply Ritz crackers? Like you know what I'm saying? Like you can put <laughs> peanut butter on it. You can put a, a slice of apple. Yeah. You can put cheese. You can put ham. You can make a little sandwich of ham and cheese, turkey and cheese, whatever maybe. Yeah. Three. Now they're versatile. Versatile. Yeah, versatile. There we go. See, I know words. At times. Yeah. Three on the list is Reese's. Oh, Reese's, yes. Both the peanut butter cup and yes. the bites or whatever you call them. Yes. I, and I would probably put it at three. Yeah, I would, I would say it's at three for me. I can eat that shit, man. Uh, I, I used to like get that. so in trouble. I used to get, not not trouble, trouble, but like I used to get myself in trouble um, back in school when I'd have to do uh, fundraisers. You uh-huh. know they give they, they give you the box of cho- of like chocolates and stuff whatever. It was those king size, so I'd have the king size Reese's in there, the king size crackle crunch whatever bar, one of those. Yeah. King size, all these all these different ones, but I would run through my <laughs> my supply. Ones. I would run through it. I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh crap! How much do I need to put in there? Ten. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, something that you do need to try is the Reese's shell that you put on ice cream. Uh, you know how it hardens up and you can... Dude, it's so good. 
so good. So I had I had had it last week. Was it last week? Yeah, last week on Wednesday. Because they'll celebrating June birthdays. Uh, and uh, they had asked me what I would want. And I was like, let's do Sunday. And so the secretary bought Reese's shell. And I was like, I put it on there. First bite, I was like, oh my gosh. So good. Such a... Yeah, you go give it a try. You will not regret it. Not regret it. You will thank me later. The second one, I don't agree with this one. I think my my top three would be would be Cheetos, flaming hot Cheetos, Snickers, and Reese's. What are the next ones? And, uh, the next one is Hershey's. Mm. Yeah. I could pop. I could. I could tear off the little squares and pop them in my mouth and let them melt. Yeah, hey, they're they're kind of fun. I, I do like the white chocolate, the cookies and cream. Oh, I, don't I like. like white the, I, I do like the cookies and cream. That's a good one. I do not like white chocolate. Yeah. <sighs> Try to guess the number one. It is a candy. Jolly Ranchers. No, Twizzlers. it's a chocolate. It's a chocolate candy. Where there's originals, chocolate. Milky Way. No, M and M. Oh God, no! Really? You're right. They're not bad, but no. My favorite M and M's are the peanut ones. Of course, it is. <laughs> You're obsessed with nut. I like a good almond milk. And they only make one that is pure almond milk, and that is milk. All it is is filtered water, almonds, and that's it, I think. I think they do put a little salt in, but that's it. It's only three ingredient. You don't want to get everything that has fillers and gum and all this stuff to make it thick and, and all that stuff. You don't you don't need that. That's just junk. That's just trash in your no, body you that want, you're putting. You don't want to make it thick. No. You need you need that the natural thin nut milk. That's 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 how it is, I guess. Yeah, that's exactly how it is. Well, that's it. That's it. That's what we got for today. This is Incredible. a weird episode. It, it started off a little weird because you're you're being a little bummy. I'm still tired, dude. I'm exhausted. I need I need I need to catch up on some rest. Yeah, you go do that. Yeah. You catch us on some rest and. He says this, and then you're going to see, like, three or four posts from him on, like, his entire weekend that he just goes on this binge and just freaking has a hangover. I, 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 I did. I, I partied way too much this weekend. And not even partied harder. Before. Did I? What was the weekend before? Did you go out that with your friend, your, was it worker, co-worker or something like that? Went to an all-nighter up until, like, 5 o'clock in the morning. That was the week before, right? Oh, oh yeah, my old Max coworker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went out and partied much. Oh yeah. God. Gabe has some catching up to do on his sleeps and work and and housework. I need to do like laundry and fold it and put it away. Oh, yeah. And I need to do some deep cleaning. I really need to clean up my garage. I'm right there with you. It feels great though. I'm like about sixty percent cleaned out here. 
I do yeah. need to clean more. You know, it didn't really help that I had these two useless individuals come and stay with me this weekend. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully he gets this far into the episode to where he has, hears this last part. Because typically he gets about halfway there and he's like, well, I do need to like, finish it up. Yeah, I've had enough with this. Yeah, I know. No, they were actually very, They were. it was nice having them around. No, we but, have, we uh, have some good friends. Well, actually, yeah. it's you. You have some good friends. I just have uh, inherited those friends through you. We need we need to make some more. Well, isn't that what you're always trying to do? I need hey, to, I need uh, to make some we, more friends. See, let let's go down that road a little bit. <laughs> um, I do I do have a lot of trust issues when it comes to friendships, and that's all yeah. stemmed from my upbringing and how a lot of people yeah. have. Because what Vic ex- does instead of hanging out with us sometimes is like, hey, we're gonna go do this. So, oh, uh, I'm, I'm gonna go. Uh, I need to make some more friends. I can't rely on you guys too much. Well, it's yeah, <laughs> and that's it's valid to. It makes to sense. A, I, I know. I like to tease you about it. And great extent, but initially, I was, I was. I remember Gabe telling me, "Hey, hey go hang out with Michael and this and that, and be cool with Michael." I was very hesitant on becoming friends with anyone else after had what what had happened, yeah, um, middle of last year, and it really stemmed. It all stems from my upbringing and how there was a lot of friends that exited my life for essentially an, an unknown reason. I don't even know, right? And people, when people come and go like that, I, I, and it's been a repetitive pattern throughout my life. I tend to be very one. I, I do be. I I am a little initially. I I am possessive with my friends, but I've learned to not react off of that emotion. And but there's one thing that I do do still, but it's not as intense. Is self sabotage my friendships. Ah, yeah. Um, I I've done that in the past with you. But it's it's essentially a test that I do, um, which I need to not do anymore. But that's that's something that I'm learning not to do yeah, too. That's toxic behavior. It is. It is. <laughs> it's it's not it's not healthy at all. No, I and, just like to tease the buzzwords. Like, I mean, it, it's not something you should do, but I like to tease buzzwords because everything everything is toxic. It's not only everything is toxic; it's also um, narcissist too. It's also narcissist. Yes. Yeah. I'm I'm pretty narcissist right now, um, but but yeah, I just wanted to share that if Michael you, you got this far, I appreciate appreciate you being a good friend, appreciate you being uh, patient throughout all this and uh, sticking through all the the good and the bad and the ugly. But yeah, for the for you listeners out there, get some friends like Gabe and Michael. And and Kaylee, we can throw Kaylee. Yeah, Kaylee's Kaylee's alright. We can can throw (laughs) Kaylee in there. (laughs) You know what? She's a trooper. She takes her lickings just as much as any of us. You know, (laughs) they came out wrong. We uh we tease each other, and she takes it. She 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 and she knows how to give it back to. We tease each other, and we give each other a hard time. Yeah. She, she she is a good sport, and that's yeah. one thing that, that I, I, I was do. telling. Uh, uh, speaking of which, now that now now at the end of the show, I'm being more talkative. Um, better mood, whatever. Talkative. Like better mood, rather. But uh, I was telling these guys, I was like, 
I, and I don't know how it, it sounds necessarily, but it, it makes sense to me kind of thing. I'm like, damn, dude. I don't know if I'll be able to find a, a good partner because, man, my French, uh, my friend groups and my family were just so varied and we're so like, our personalities are kind of like, you know, something, you know? Right. And they'd have to be a very special person to be able to mesh well with the way that Kaylee, Michael, and you and I hang out. Yeah. The shenanigans we get up to, the way we yeah. interact with each other. Yeah. Uh, like, she can't be too reserved and right. she can't be too serious. She has right. to have a sense of humor. Like, if I, mean, I don't, and I don't know, man, to be able to keep up with our nonsense. Yeah, and not not even just keep up with the nonsense, just be a really me- mesh and integrate. I start thinking about that. I'm like, yeah, right. like finding somebody that really integrate with your with your whole life, with your whole social group and your family and all that. That's not going to be a oh, I don't want to go see your friends. I don't want to go see your family. I don't wanna, like that kind of thing. Right. I've been in relationships like that before. I've seen relationships like that before, where they start dating somebody and then they start getting pulled away from the group and from the friends and they get start getting isolated and yeah and you just lose all of that and it's like dude no man that's not what I want I want a woman who's gonna who's gonna be a part of it not even just like not not fall in line not not saying that or anything like that that's no that's gonna actually contribute to it it's gonna be a part of it yeah you know no I I agree with you it's it's something that I've thought about even recently too I'm like how, how am I gonna have someone that's gonna mesh well into my my friend circle, my family circle, and everything else. Like it's gonna it's it's gonna be difficult to find. Yeah, and um, especially as I've recently even thought about going to India and finding someone there. I know. I've I've I've, I've dabbled in that thought again. Um, it's getting a little more intense, intense day by day on on that path. But more than likely, I'm not going to go down that road. If anything, I'm going to learn Spanish from Babel and go to like Colombia or some South American country. Yeah. And... Thanks, Ajo. Hey, you have another task already on hand to help me out. So I'm not going to add another one. Whoa, to whoa, whoa, I'm not putting any tasks on my head. There you are. You, you're putting tiles. We're putting tiles into my bathroom. Oh yeah, we do got to do that. Well, then that's when that's when we're going to be speaking Spanish. That's how I'm going to teach you. <laughs> the best way to teach is doing labor, <laughs> manual labor. <laughs> the typical Mexican labor type of work. It, it's gonna it's not really right in, right? It's just gonna fit in, and I'm just gonna after a week of working together, we're just gonna it's gonna start rolling easily off my tongue. That'd be funny if that did happen. Yeah, I'm gonna show up with this playing this in the in the background and everything. Hold on, let's see. Here we go. I'm gonna show up on the weekend or whatever, and I'm totally just gonna show up and just like be playing all this shit. Yeah. Let me turn this mother off. Oh hell no! <laughs> no, we're I not gonna like teach you. Too. We're not gonna teach you that Spanish. Hey, why isn't this playing? I hear something. Oh, there you go. (laughs) 
Hell yeah, dude. Some Vicente Fernandez. That would be funny. We're, we're gonna Mexican be, music. We're, we're going to have to be jamming that as I'm, uh, as we're working together. That would be yeah. funny. All right. Well, yeah. That's enough for tonight, guys. I hope I y'all enough. enjoyed this episode. See y'all next time. Thank Later. you, Yogi, for coming out. See y'all next Thank time. You, Bye. See ya. Bye.